This is Annalise. Hey, this is Rob. And we are the Nerd Best Friends. You're listening to a one-shot. One-shot is a term used in comics and RPGs to describe a quick one-and-done adventure. Our one-shots don't have all the structure of our normal episodes, but keep you up to date on the nerdy things we are doing and talking about. The truth is, we're nerdier than we thought and have tons to share with each other and our listeners. So you've been making a couple trips down to the LA area. You went to you went to Universal Studios or Universal City Walk or both. We did both. We went to both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, very cool. And then another thing. Well, one step at a time. Tell okay. me about Universal Studios. So let me let me back up. I'm going to give you a little story. I am very very late to the Harry Potter game. You know, I didn't read it or watch any of the movies. Those books came out when we were in our 20s. So neither of us had young kids to really get into it. It was the first couple of books were targeted to people much younger than us. So I never really got into it. Yeah, that's a gap for me too. I yeah, it passed me by. And then now Andrew has read it and him and his mom have read them and they've started watching the movies. But it's just it's a box unchecked on my nerd card for sure. It was for me for a long time, but it did have a friend say, hey, you should try reading these. So I read them the fall of 2018 into 2019. The last year I was in doctorate school, I was working on my dissertation. The stories meant a lot to me. And, and I do want to acknowledge, like we did for our Buffy episode, let me acknowledge that J.K. Rowling is problematic. We can get a whole mm-hmm. discussion about that, about about her denial of, of trans people, but we... On this podcast, if I may speak for the both of us, we are support of the trans community. So definitely not praising Harry Potter for what we know about J.K. Rowling now. But at the time, it was very, very important to me and helped me through some pretty tough personal or pretty tough personal academic year for me. I moved back home from Ohio and find out that Universal Studios had this huge upgrade since I hadn't been there since 1997. So I'm all excited. And that first year, I bought some tickets to go March 26th, 2020. So I have my Ravenclaw scarf because I'm team Ravenclaw and I'm all ready to go. I'm going to go get my wand. I'm super excited to see this thing in real in real life. And March 13th, 2020, everything shut down. Right. So I had these four tickets and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, as the parks and everything has reopened, my partner, myself <laughs> and, and the two 17 year olds played hooky from school one day and went to Universal Studios and it was a blast. Awesome. And did you do the wand ceremony? Did you get to be, or did some kid get chosen? Oh, it's always kids. So I didn't bother <laughs> to do it because I've seen it okay. on a video. My sister took my niece and nephew when it was my niece's birthday. So she got chosen because she was, you know, seven years yeah. old, eight years old. And, and they always choose a little kid. So I've seen it on video and it was like a 30 minute wait. So I didn't want to wait in the line. I just went in and, and got a wand and we went around and I was all emotional seeing the town and, and Hogwarts and, and thing. It, it was really, really cool. But also I hadn't been to Universal since like 1997. So we have the 17 year old from Norway. So that was really cool for her to see, you know, Universal Studios and take the studio tour. And I have a friend now, from college. Was she a Harry Potter fan? Has it translated? I know it's translated in a million different languages, but is it as popular? She is a pseudo fan. She's read them, seen the movie. She knew about it. The 
my partner okay. and the other 17 year old, my, my stepdaughter did not know anything about it, but Frida did. Frida from Norway was pretty excited about it too. But it was also cool because we had other things that the others were geeky about and nerdy about as well. There was, uh, my stepdaughter really loves the Grinch movie and the Grinch was there. Mm. They had the whole center turned into like Whosville or whatever for the Grinch. And yep. they had a real dog playing the the max dog like a trained huh. dog so it was really that was really sweet wow. but anything we take the uh frida to is new for her and i have a friend from college that works for universal pictures so we got to hang out with like an employee vip status a little bit too so it was just a really good day and a lot of fun but super nerded out got my wand did all the things i did not try a butterbeer though so that's gonna be a gonna that's gonna be a decision back. for next time yeah when it's warmer yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> so we we did that as well on one of Andrew's birthday, maybe his 10th birthday. And we did the wand thing and he got chosen and it was a big event. And like, it was really cool. They do a good job. And what impressed me the most about it is the modeling that they've done to make things look like they're in the distance, right? So there's the shop and then built on top of the shop is the mountains in the background with buildings and things and the way they did the scale and the perspective is really well done where it looks like there's something in the distance and you walk around and it still looks, still looks. I and mean, then if you go kind of just to the right side, you go, oh, that's 12 inches tall. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's just mounted right on there. Like, it's really cool. And that's Walt Disney, right? Walt Disney, like perfected that whole perspective thing when he opened Disneyland way back in the 1950s. That was the whole idea. This this giant tower that Tinkerbell lives in is supposed to look giant. And in reality, it's not. You can, the I Magic Castle, like, yeah. Yeah, there's like a basketball court at the very top. It's just not very big. But when you're standing at the bottom and you're this little kid, it looks gigantic. And that perspective exactly. really is used in Hollywood. So it makes sense that Universal Studios could max out what those what those sets look like. So it really looks like you're standing looking up at Hogwarts in its giganticness right. yeah is is a lot of now, did you stick to the harry potter experience or did you go and do the rest of the park as well well it was a pretty low attended day so rides were only about 20 or 30 maybe 45 minute waits they weren't very long at all but we paid extra for this express pass so we just walked onto every ride because again, Excellent. we had two 17 year olds. So we went on every right. ride because we paid the extra little bit for those passes. So you saw the Miami Vice action spectacular. That actually wasn't there. What? <laughs> <laughs> and neither I was I was walking around like an idiot going, Where's the Back to the Future ride? I haven't been on it since I was a kid. And they were like, That's been out of yeah. the park for like 30 years. <laughs> you need so to, you, you didn't, didn't get a DeLorean. You didn't, you didn't get your picture taken next to the A team van? No. <laughs> Man, what a waste. <laughs> but they did have i mean the rides they have are really great like the mummy ride was really good and they had a transformers thing and there's a simpsons thing which i didn't know they had this whole little simpsons land that you can go get a crusty burger if you want like i had no idea all of that was there jurassic park oh, that's right yeah i walked through there yeah there's a yeah. Jurassic park and it's all like 3d holographic mm -hmm. projection screen thing and of course they have fast um, and furious i was gonna say i remember we went to the fast and the furious one or it, that's just part of the tram tour right um yes it's part of the tram tour yeah 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 which they also maxed out the tram tour the first the last time i took it way back when you didn't go up the hill to the top of the where uh bates motel 
you just kind of went by this time they go you go all the way up right next to it which was really cool and then they have more sets up there they have that whole like airplane wreckage set from a movie that sits there and that's right that's all pretty maxed out so there's a lot more to see on that that studio tour than there was in 1997 or 1998 the last time i went people listen to podcasts from all over the place yes. they're going to take their uh their winter trip to get out of the frozen snowy place where they live and they're coming out to the coast they're going to be in southern california is universal studios harry potter land a must do is it a like 10 out of 10 or is it I, a <laughs> if you are even a, a small scale fan like i am absolutely and, and then also depends on where you are right because it's even the harry potter land at universal florida apparently is way bigger than what they could fit on the lot in california but i think it's a, it was a nice day let me just say if, if i came from out of state it's a nice day because the park was open from like 10 to 6 so we were there for a good chunk of the day we had lunch there we got to do all the things. We went on all the rides. The express pass was totally worth it. We went to things a couple of times. So we went back to Harry Potter land a couple of times so that we can see the, the light show at night, which was totally worth it. And then there's a big Christmas tree lighting of the Grinch tree. So we were able to go to places a few times and become very familiar with the park. And it closed at six. It closed pretty early. But then you have Universal City Walk. And the City Walk has been totally upgraded and changed since the last time I've been out, out in Hollywood. So we went and had dinner at Buga de Beppo. They have really nice restaurants yes. there. And we walked it and it's more shops and more things to do. And uh, really, it was really festive there. So if you're out here for the holidays, I think Universal City and Universal City Walk is Universal Studios and Universal City Walk is a great, great use of your a day to do it and hang out. And, you know, when I was in college, we used to go there a lot. It was a 20 minute ride mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. time from from downtown Los Angeles to Universal City Walk. And we would go see movies there and go to dinner there and stuff all the time. So uh, it's always a good time. And I think for the price, if you're if you're someone from out of California, you're looking at a good, good ticket, you get the you get the Hollywood studios mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. tour out of everything. You get some fun rides and movie themed uh, things to do in the park. And then you get a nice place to go hang out as a family uh, or with your friends and either have some drinks or have some dinner and continue your, your time in city walk compared to the price of a Disneyland ticket. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a good day. It's a good day. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely recommend it. All right. One last thing on the Harry Potter and then I'll move on to the next one. I'm going to paint okay. a picture for okay. you. And then I want to know how accurate my mind picture is. So everybody can imagine this along with me from floor, further floor to ceiling, bottom to top. You're walking into Universal Studios. You have number one, Harry Potter sneakers. Number two, Team Ravenclaw pajama pants. Number three, some kind of Harry Potter t-shirt under number four, uh, it's Gryffindor Letterman's jacket. Above that, you've got some sort of uh, Harry Potter-esque scarf. And then atop your hat, uh, atop your head, a uh, Team Hogwarts What's the name of the game? Squidditch team oh, Quidditch. ball cap. Quidditch team ball cap. And a wand. How close am I? I am not team Gryffindor, so there's no Gryffindor on my body. So you don't mix and match? I do not mix and match. I am. I okay. am stick to team Ravenclaw. But uh, I also knew I had the rest of the day. And it, it December, right? This just happened. So it was pretty cool. Uh -huh. I was just wearing a regular jacket. I had just 
my Harry Potter vans and my um, Ravenclaw scarf and everything else was just regular clothes. I was tempted to buy like one of everything. I did buy a really mm-hmm. cool hoodie for the Marauders map, a little brown cream soft hoodie, which was really nice. There was a lot of people there in the full, like as if they were in the oh, movie sorry. going, yeah. yeah, robes and the like the the tie and the vest and the, the like they were there were some people who were really maxed out. But I was pretty simple. We had the whole rest <laughs> of the day and and Buca de Beppo and I didn't want to be in 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 Ravenclaw crazy Hogwarts out. So the I got two out of the six there. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh and then my <laughs> wand eventually once I had my wand I was carrying it around all day. Do you want to tell us what kind of wand you got? Uh, I got a birch wand. That's about what I remember about it at this point. Oh, there's like a spirit of a something inside. I can go uh, get fine. it. I got I a birch wand. I was sure you and... had it right off the top of your head. No, I, I, no, I don't have all that memorized. Like I said, I'm a pseudo fan. I'm a late fan, and I just really enjoyed the the books. Were really good for me at the time I read them, and I stayed true to it i did not watch the movies until after i read the book so it was a nice thing to look forward to as i progressed through that pretty difficult year all right and then the other thing you traveled a little bit for was this stranger things pop-up photo op thing so so any this is is new media this is these millennials and stuff this is a new concept (laughs) well I, I, i only knew about this because my my little brother carlos posted on his Instagram a bunch of pictures where he's basically sitting in the set of some scenes from Stranger Things. And I'm like, what is this? Where did you go? And he told me about a pop-up shop in Los Angeles that you can make little reservations to go. And it's really, it's a store. They're intending to sell things and they have a few of them that pop up across the country. Right now there's one in LA and one in New York. So you go and you make your little reservations and you go and the merchandise in there, you can only get at the store. There's nothing you can get online. So and it's just Stranger their, Things merchandise, or is it like a whole conglomerate? Just Netflix is Stranger Things. It's oh, okay, all gotcha. Stranger Things. So they set up the one here. It's like a it's a regular storefront in a mall. It was probably a closed down store of some some sort. And they set it up so you go into different rooms. You walk in, and the first room's one thing, and they have some merchandise. And you turn in, you go into another room that's like got the demogorgon and you have the the living room with the alphabet and the color lights. If you've right. seen the show, you know what that reference is. Um, I'll That's try not the to coolest do spoilers here. set in my opinion. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. And it's so, like, we actually came home and started re-watching from season one. And it's pretty close to the actual, like the wallpaper, like the details are really yeah. great. So you get you can sit on the couch there and take pictures. And they have like books that you can buy and other mer- merchandise and like 80s candy all over the place. We uh, listen to an uh-huh. 80s, 80s soundtrack on the drive down to LA. And uh, it's like they got pop rocks and all kinds of 80s candy in there. You go into another one. It's it's this machine that's in the latest season. That's they don't sell pop rocks. They don't sell pop rocks and Coca Cola in the same shop, right? They definitely don't. Oh, that's how the kid from Life Serial died. I yeah, that's Mikey doesn't like it anymore. Um, (laughs) R.I.P. There's the Demogorgon. You can take another picture with him coming out of the wall or with it coming out of the wall. And there's another one that makes it look like the ball, the dance in one of the latest seasons. And there's one that looks like the it's called Scoops Ahoy. It's like a fake right. Baskin Robbins. So there's like a little section like that. And they just they have shirts and other things around. But you can stop at these little set pieces and take pictures. And then you can buy some merchandise. So uh, we were really only there for maybe 25 minutes, 30 minutes looking around and taking pictures. 
That's what I was going to ask. So did they, did they spread it out with like a timer? Like how long do you get in each room to take your pictures and set up your shots and stuff? Or how does that work? Is everybody milling about? It was totally different when I went than when my brother explained it. He said there was a long line. So they let people in according to their like um, reservation times. And they gave you like 30 minutes to be in there. There was no line when we went. The mall itself, it was an outdoor mall. It was super busy, but there was no line. So they just let us right in. They scanned our QR QR code and let us right in. And we just milled around and you stand in a little line. There was maybe two or three people to wait to take your picture at certain things. But I don't know, there was maybe... 50 to 60 people in there not not very many people in there when i was there midday uh, on a saturday versus my brother had to stand in line so um you mill around and there's a little flow to it that you follow but people will go back and forth like oh i want that shirt no i want this one after all and stuff like that so people are shopping and then you have the registers and they made the register look like a, a 1980s mall uh, like just like in the latest season. So you just mill- we milled around for 25, 30 minutes and got one little shirt for the dog. <laughs> Everything was really <laughs> expensive. So, um, and the shirt I really wanted, they only had for little kids, of course. So I didn't get anything, but, but it was really cool and really fun and really nerdy to go be there and take pictures in these, these set pieces. I know I've already posted one to our Instagram account. Maybe I'll post some more, but I think to be such a fan of the show and be able to go to these places. And that's really what both of these places represent, right? The universal lot with the Harry Potter area and the Stranger Things pop-ups is just about taking that nerdism about these movies, these shows, these things, and being able to stand there and interact in a way that's relevant to the show, relevant to the fandom is what made both of those experiences really fun. Let's brainstorm. What would be other cool pop-up shops like that that would be great to go like take a picture in front of iconic things? The first one that comes to my mind while you're thinking is Ghostbusters. To be able to like get a picture sliding down the pole and Ecto-1 is down there and then you go to another room and you're in front of the giant containment unit thing. and Or holding a big old proton pack and (laughs) maxing it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think there was one for Bob's Burgers that my brother went to. Oh, okay. It was a pop-up shop. They make it look like Bob's Burgers on the inside. You go in and you can get a burger. There's a lot of food theme ones like that that I've seen that I think would be really cool. I mean, the um, Simpsons place, when you walk around the Simpsons at Universal, it's kind of like that. I mean, if you wanted a picture of you in front of the Quickie Mart with a slushy, you could get it. You, know? you can walk into Moe's Di- Moe's Bar. You can yeah, stand yeah. right outside the door to Moe's bar. Yeah, it's it, it's that kind of thing. Just anything you can you can consider being a, a nerd fan of could become one of these pop-ups. And and I think it's a great and interesting model considering what's happened in the economy the last two years for a place to say we've made this much money. We have people who are people who are interested, they're fans of the show and they're interested in having a thing that only certain people can have, right? That kind of creates that frenzy. You go to this pop-up shop because this is the only place you can get this, right? You can't go online and order the Scoops Ahoy shirt mm-hmm. that they were selling there. Unfortunately, they're only making it for little kids, Netflix. I don't know what's up with that, but gosh, what other shows, what other show would I drive two hours to go and walk around like Buffy? I mean, that should be a duh, but. But what, but what iconic thing? The library. Would you take the, yeah, but if you, okay. So you take a picture in that library. It's not like you put that on your Instagram and everybody goes, oh, that's the Buffy, the vampire slayer library. Cause it just looks like a library, right? Like the stranger things couch with the Christmas lights no, flashing. Like, I mean, that is. Everybody knows. If you know, you know. 
I think the Ghostbusters, I think, going down the poles with the, the car in the background or whatever, people would know that, like, firehouse look. That's a good one. Could you do a Back to the Future? Everything's outside in Back to the Future. There's no, like, indoor... Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Universal used to have a model of, of the DeLorean from the movie out. You could take a picture next to you. I have a picture of me and one of my one of my good friends, actually one of our listeners. I have a picture of us standing outside recreating the movie poster from like 1998 or whatever the last time I went to Universal. So mm-hmm. that I mean, that, there's definitely things like that. But that like a Back to the Future pop up, what Twin Pines Mall? I don't know. <laughs> again it's outside <laughs> yeah well i mean okay but you can create any of those outside spaces inside right one of the scenes in the stranger things is the two bikes with the big like reddish background behind them because they're like biking away from it so that's a pretty iconic scene uh and they you can make that indoors with these gotcha. perspective sets right and that's what they did that was one of the things for stranger things so the outside isn't a limitation you can you can have the entrance to the lion estates that he that marty mcfly lives in and stand outside of it but that's a really particular reference just like you were saying the library is something people not everyone would go like oh that's the library from buffy not everyone go like oh lion estates that's from back to the future right all right well then there's a call to action so if you're listening to this you're like oh my gosh you guys of course you would make a you're going to put it in the comments below on whatever social media you are uh, following us on. And then we can have a good list next time of all your great ideas for pop-up shops where you would want to I, get your I love it. And tell us ones you've been to. Tag us on oh, Instagram. Right. Tag us on Facebook. Show us some pictures of some of the pop-ups you've been to. I know there. I know there's a Gilmore Skull one, like the diner um, or whatever. But that okay. again, that wasn't like to go take pictures in a set. That was, they made it look like it. And then you could go order food or something that day. So, or a coffee. Right, because this coffee is a... House. This is like a traveling thing, right? When they're done in LA and business starts slowing down, they're going to just like move up to Sacramento and open up there for a while until everybody who wants right. to gets in. And then they're going to move over to San Francisco and do it there. They're going to go wherever the pop-up shop's going to be popular. That cover your, your week of nerdy travel and fun experiences? That does. And then we went back awesome. to work. So there's that. <laughs> hey, nerds. Thanks for listening to this one shot. And make sure you come back for the next whole episode. Oh, 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 oh,